98FM, you're listening to the Saturday Social with Rachel. Now, have you ever wondered about your family roots or maybe you've thought about starting that family tree? Well, apparently interest spiked during COVID for people tracing their ancestors. And here to tell me all about how you can get started is professional genealogist Helen Kelly. Helen, thanks so much for your time today. Very welcome, Rachel. Good morning to you. Now, first off, Helen, I have to ask you, for anyone who might be listening and they're not completely sure what genealogy is, uh, tell us what genealogy is, what a genealogist is, and how you yourself got involved with it. Okay, Rachel, and I'm glad to hear you pronounce it genealogy, because a lot of people I hear pronounce it genealogy, (laughs) but I always joke and say it's analogy, not analogy. Anyway, genealogy pertains to the study and the tracing of family history, essentially. I started, when I, I got interested, like most people who turn professional as genealogists, professional genealogists, uh, they start with their own family history. Yeah. And uh, that's where I started. And uh, I got hugely interested in it. And then I decided that I would do a course. I did an extramural course in UCD many, many years ago. And then I started doing professionally. I applied for membership of accredited genealogist to Ireland. So I've been for over 25 years wow. now. I have been a, a professional and a, a accredited genealogist, really. Okay. Okay. And the rest is history, as they say. Actually, the rest history, is history, Helen. exactly. Yes. <laughs> well, listen, I I mean, I think it's a really fascinating area to be involved in, Helen, uh, because, you know, a lot of people, if, if, you, if you chat to them, will, you know, talk about their family history and say, do you know what? I would actually love to do my family tree to find out more about my ancestors. I think, you know, there is a natural curiosity there. Um, and do you th- oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you think it's Sorry. important for a lot of people to, to be able to trace their family history? There's a huge interest. Oh, yeah, there's a huge interest. And I, I suppose um, uh, for the past... Almost two years now, too, uh, people are living at home, they're, st- they're working from home and probably looking at who they are more so even than they were before. But yes, I believe there is an innate need in most of us to know who we are and where we came from. But now, not all members of the family may feel the need to know. It's usually just one family member yeah. takes charge of the family history. Yes. And then perhaps at Christmas or significant birthdays or marriage celebrations, the, the curiosity extends to wider family members. Yeah, and it's interesting. I, I, I feel as well that maybe one person in one generation will uh, take an interest and then kind of pass the baton on to one other person, you know, from the next yeah. generation of the family. My grand-aunt was very involved with it, and I know she's passed on lots of documents and things to me so you know mm. it is interesting one person always does seem to take charge yes absolutely yeah and and you know it's not a, an age thing at all uh, it's uh, the interest may come to a teenager yeah. i've you know come across a lot of teenagers who start the interest for the family or older family members or uh, whatever you know so it goes right across the the age spectrum yeah so, Helen, if people listening um, are thinking about maybe wanting to, to track down some of their family, uh, you know, mm. start their family tree, it can be a little bit overwhelming, I'd say, to start off with. How, what what yes. kind of first steps would you recommend people take? So the rule of thumb is that family history starts with yourself. Okay. Not with Brian Brew or some <laughs> ancient ancestor, right? So... I would say to your uh, listeners, if you're interested in doing your ancestral research, the first thing you do, you start with yourself. So write down all your own details, birth date, 
marriage date of marriage, names of parents, siblings and, and uh, their spouses and, and so on. And then with permission of other family members like parents, etc., uh, search the family archives for family documents. Uh, these can be stored in the attic. They can be stored in old shoe boxes or family filing cabinets. Or I think somebody once found them in a cutlery drawer underneath a cutlery drawer, you know, actual wow. certificates. Talk with older family members next to see if they are willing to share their family history stories with you. Uh, and even see if, if, you know, the older family member is willing to be recorded. But if they're reluctant to impart their information, I always say to people, please respect their wishes. Absolutely. Well, there are some really good mm. places to start. I think even just having the conversation with, with your family members, particularly older ones, you'll probably find mm. out a few things you didn't know before. And that's a good jumping off point. Now, I know, Helen, mm. you obviously help people with this, with tracing their family tree and do some of the research mm. for them or with them. Um, has uh, you well you don't have to go into any details but you know can people be surprised i suppose by some of the things that they learn about their family along the way things that maybe they weren't expecting i think sometimes it's uh, the discovery that their um, grandmother or their parent whatever had another sibling that died at very young mm. uh you know because they were never talked about and then when they start their family history they find an extra birth or two in the family of uh, children they hadn't known about um, the other big surprise to people is that ages differ greatly from one document to another. Um, the uh, one that comes to mind is the, the difference in ages recorded for an individual between 1901 and 1911. And I always sort of smile. Now, very many people who were born before civil registration of birth started in Ireland, which is 1864, uh, may not know their actual age. Uh, if the church register of baptism didn't survive, for example, yeah. they may not have an accurate birth date. Um, the other thing is that between nine, in 1907 eight, um, the Pensions Act was established in Ireland. And so uh, it was a means-tested pension. And those coming uh, to 70 years of age, approaching 70 years of age, saw a pension in the offing for them. It focused their minds. Well, listen, Helen, you were saying that, um, you know, you, you were doing, I'm sure, during COVID, a lot of people had a lot of extra time on their hands and maybe they <laughs> finally got around to looking into their family tree, which which maybe they've been putting off for years. And, you know, mm. you yourself were offering some sessions over Zoom, like a lot of people took to online. Uh, but I was reading as well, Helen, that you are one of the only uh, genealogy butlers in the world. <laughs> Tell me a bit about where you do that. I'm the only one in the world, for Richard. Oh, my God. What, what a title. <laughs> I'm the genealogy butler for the Shelburne Hotel since 2007. Wow. And the title is registered by the Shelburne Hotel. So that title may not be used by other uh, hotels or whatever. Wow. You know? uh, yeah, so it currently works by Zoom, but... Um, Pre, Pre-COVID, it was uh, one-to-one sessions with guests uh, and over coffee. We uh, trawled the web for uh, sources for records. And uh, at the end, I would have sent them a report on our findings and so wow. on. So it has worked very, very well. But now it's available by Zoom. So you see, a great deal of family history records for Ireland are now available online. 
and many are free of charge and a lot of people don't realise that. The Irish government website, irishgenealogy.ie, has a huge amount of birth, marriage and death actual records on that website. Okay. The title of, you know, uh, Genealogy Butler is quite something, um, Helen. And I'm sure, you know, you have people from all over the world approaching you to learn about their Irish heritage because, as we know, the Irish are in all corners of the world, um, Helen. Do you think, I mean, we're unique as a country that we've we've really spread so far and wide for such a small country? I couldn't say for definite, but it certainly appears that way to me because over the years I have indeed been contacted scattered literally across the world. Mm. So not just uh, Irish descendants in England, North America, like uh, USA or Canada, Australia, New Zealand, but also by people in South America and in particular, Argentina, okay. uh, because a huge group uh, from the Midlands of Ireland emigrated to Argentina between 1830 and 1870 and thereafter. Wow. And so I find that fascinating group, many of whom still speak with Irish accents You're because they're Spanish speaking people and many of them would have learned their English from their parents or grandparents. Wow. Amazing. That's really fascinating. I did. I, I didn't know that, Helen. So there's a huge Irish uh, group over in Argentina. Well, listen, it's it's really interesting, and I'm sure a lot of people listening now will be will be interested to maybe start tracing their family roots, um, either by themselves or with the help of a genealogist. Uh, where would you recommend people go to Helen if they want to find out a bit more information? They can uh, log on to accreditedgenealogists.ie website. There's also a free service at the moment uh, done remotely by email with the National Archives of Ireland. People can go into the National Archives website. They can download a form that they fill up with the names, the basic uh, details on the ancestor they're interested in. Nationalarchives.ie Great. Well, loads of jumping off points there for people who want to start to dig into the family tree and the family history. Um, That was fascinating stuff. Professional genealogist Helen Kelly, thank you very much for your time on the Saturday Social on 98FM. Very welcome, Rachel. Thank you.